Hello, Samurai Jack fans, and welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Samurai Jack After Show. We're covering Season 5, Episodes 3 and 4 tonight. Uh, keep on floating down the river, and we'll see you after the opening. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> there weren't really a lot of songs about being eaten alive by a giant monster. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I recently used What Is This Feeling in another after show. So we're going with this. <laughs> we're because bad people. river jokes are river jokes. We're terrible people as great. We're river people. Okay, I like we're it. River folk. Oh, I friend, like I grew up in the mountains. Yeah, welcome back to the Samurai Jack <laughs> After Buzz TV After Show. Thank you for joining us again this week. We are looking at Season 5, Episodes 3 and 4, and I have no idea what the Roman numerals are because I can't translate worth a damn, as it turns out. <laughs> Romans be damned. So it's just Episodes 3 and 4, and we... These episodes, y'all, what you think? Ooh. So good! Oh. The jam. Oh, man. So pretty. G- so they beautiful. Were... Oh, my God. Oh, the like, fight in the snow, the where the they snow. use, like, the negative space oh. and still have depth, but it's all white, and I don't know how they do it, but it's amazing. It's so beautiful. Magic. It's, <sighs> yeah. It has to be magic. And that same quality with, the like, the fish sequence in yes. the, in the, inside mm. the belly of the beast. It was oh. pretty pink elephants on parade. It was. Oh, this was. Great. Great. It was that, uh, or Friends on the Other Side. Or I've been like, watching a lot of the BBC like Planet Earth, the like deep water stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that, yeah, show me more. Yeah. I'm in there. See, I thought these two episodes were great, but for very different reasons. Mm. Well, they're very different episodes. Oh, yeah. Like, one of them, I mean, one of them's clearly darker than the other one. Uh, and yeah, they, they, oh, they're telling different types of stories. I'm just, I'm so, so happy that we're back. But yeah, Turns out I skipped introducing my wonderful panelists who are here with me today talking about this awesome show. We have Andrew Mana. I'm Andrew Mana. This is my voice. If you want to follow me on Twitter, then do it. It's A-N-D-R-E-W-M-E-N-A. Or maybe Instagram, the Andrew Mena. Just add the to the beginning of my name. Joelle Monique. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique, and you can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Mangman. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on the social medias at Kiaje. That is K I A X E T. We have the Twitter hashtag ABTVJack, and it looks like we already have a few fun things in there. <laughs> and we are going to have the live chat up in just a moment. So if you've got something to say, if you have any questions or comments, throw them in the hashtag, throw them in the live chat. You may well get a shout out. Let's let's start at the beginning because we're already making yes. river jokes. Let's just roll with it. Oh my goodness. We have a good what? 5 minute sequence of Jack just, just floating down the river and occasionally getting screamed at by hallucinatory frogs. Oh, that frog. That frog that's the surprised me. I went for a drink of water and I was like, "Oh no, frog." <laughs> I really like uh, all of Jack's subconscious beings talking to him. I like that none of them are Jiminy crickets. Yeah. Like I like that none of them are like well thought out like be a better person, Jack. Like, Jack is always telling his subconscious, like, no, we can do better. Um, I'm realizing more and more that hallucination Jack, like past Jack, mm. is kind of inner monologue Jack. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I like it a lot because I feel like uh, Jack is so quiet. It's kind of cool to see the chaos that's going on inside of his head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. In uh, previous seasons, yeah, we... He would, I mean, he would talk and have conversations Mm. with people, but we never really knew 100% like, like what was going on in there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to take a, the, that moment to talk about like uh, past Jack hallucination Jack's teeth. 
Yeah. Um, so oh, creepy. Like, is that because he thinks of himself that way? Or he used to be that way? Or, like, I, I have so many questions about what that means. It's his inner demons. Yeah, I guess Quite so. Quite literally. Coming out. Yes. Yeah, um, I feel like anytime Jack talks, because he's he's very, you know, his inner monologue is very inconsistent, you know, mm-hmm. given... Given the turmoil he's going through, at one minute it's like, "Hey, I just want it to end. Let's just let's just end this thing. I'm over it." Um, and then the next, it's tormenting him about like, you know, having taken a life. Uh, and you know, and then later on, it's like, "Hey, you should really just ditch this person and let's go." Uh, so it's like the darkest part of his heart, like, given voice. It also yeah. feels like an older, younger kind of situation. Like, Jack's been alive for so damn long at this point. And I feel like younger him was so uh, thirsty for the fight. Well, he was just ready to do battle. He had a plan. He had a mission. And he was going to succeed at all costs. And now we see a Jack who's kind of weighing the ramifications of those actions um, and kind of taking a look around to see how he's affecting other people, which I think is interesting. Real quick, can we zoom in on the chat, please? I can't read it. <laughs> that sounds good, but it ain't that good. Yeah, no. and I... Because he has two different flavors of hallucinations, rather. He has past Jack, inner demons, whatever we're going to call mm-hmm. it, you know, fangs. And he also has just these little environmental incidental hallucinations, things that are yeah. kind of vaguely okay, and then they go nuts. The frog that, oh, it's a frog, and then it starts screaming, they're coming, they're coming. The murder of crows, literally mm. screaming oh, murder. So and the tiny killer. hallucinatory puffball, which I think was one of my favorite Absolutely. things. Absolutely. tiny British puffball that was just extremely British at him. Well, what did you think would happen? A hug and a kiss? So like, so cute and so mean. Like yeah. a British person. Just so cute, but also with the capacity for true cruelty. It was amazing. Yeah, it was just this tiny British puffball that just kept <laughs> sniping at him. It was wonderful. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, no, British puffball was not a nice puffball, but... Mm-mm. Was the cutest puffball. Was the cutest puffball. <laughs> Sassy British puffball. Sassy British. I just someone make plushies of those or like yes. yeah, I got a shirt. I need that in my life. If it can light up too, I'd really appreciate mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sassy bright light up British puffball. Squeeze it and it lowers your self esteem. <laughs> well, and not to mention we we did get one more hallucination of the green samurai we did. Yeah. Um, as he's dragging himself through the woods. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people this kind of lends credence to the the theory or the idea that that particular hallucination is the manifestation of death. Because um, it didn't show up at all in episode four, but episode four, he I, he never really felt like he was going to no. die. Right. No, or, and he didn't, he had some stuff to feel guilty about too, but like because of the, the situation they were in, I feel like a lot of the emotions that we see from him when he does see the green samurai they didn't pop up in the episode with him and Ashi. Well, let's talk a little bit about Ashi, and let's talk a little bit about the rest of the sisters, because uh, oh, man. they gone. Oh, they gone. They are. I, I, Unless the two that he hit and then fell survived that fall, because we've shown that it's possible, Yes, I would not put it past the series to have those in their back pocket for later and have Ashi eventually have to fight her sisters. Oh, yeah. I would not put it past or the, the series. Or the next generation, because the, the mothers of the tribe do not seem to... Uh, 
rely on a one. They don't seem the kinds of people who are like, yeah, we have our team of seven, and that's good. They'll definitely yeah. cover us. I'm sure yeah. they've been doing this a couple of times. Yeah, plenty of incarnations of these sisters. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wrote down all of the ways in which he killed each of the women. Uh, oh, real dark. Wow, real dude. dark. Two and three with spears. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four with a knife. Th- it, it impaled her on the tree. It, the same knife that was then, you, like, the, the next one used later, which was like, oh, man, you have your sister's blood on that knife. That's Ooh, very upsetting. It's very pragmatic. Number <laughs> five got thrown, like, just straight up thrown, mm-hmm. which was amazing. That was my favorite one, I think. <laughs> Bye. Number six had her, I thought her neck got broke, because she went owl neck. Her neck went full Oh, you were the crunch. He definitely yeah. punched her face so hard, it broke her neck. But so then she amazing. kept fighting. That's true. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like, like she's probably more prone to being dead, though. Yeah. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe I feel like HP those was two real other low. ones, I feel like they died. Yeah, she was definitely bloody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in any case, uh, and then the last one, he just let let Ashi drop, which I also thought was really cool. It was this moment of, like, he's not, he's not, like, kill, he's not attacking her anymore. He's not being well, the, like, Well, that was a, that was a conscious animal. choice, yeah. too, because, like, she's not coming at him in this moment and he actively chose to let her drop to the ground. Like, he didn't have to at that point. Well, let's talk about that because Regine in the chat was just saying that she was like, I feel like Samurai Jack got over killing really fast. Like, he was kind of tormented about it. We talked about the murder of crows a little bit earlier and how they were tormenting him. And then he comes, uh, basically he says to the girls, like, it's your choice. You can leave now or I'll have to kill you because clearly you're not going to give up killing me. And I feel like at this point, like, he doesn't really have another option. Like, he can't run forever. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of glad that he was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Especially after uh, he has this, like, great conversation with the wolves. I mean, not even well, conversation, but this, the, like, great interaction. With the wolves. Yeah. yeah. Which, so cute. And we should talk about, like, the flashback with Dad, because that was oh. a big mm-hmm. part of that. Is first talking with this hallucination, oh, it's not about your little cut, it's about the girl that you murdered. I'm like, that's not a little cut. I think he damaged a kidney there. <laughs> yeah. Like, those are necessary for life, but okay, we'll leave that. A lot of the stuff that needs to be inside is on the outside. No, no. <laughs> not, a, not a little cut. Hey, fine, the bleeding's all internal, and that's where it's supposed to be. It's only a scratch. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> this flashback with him being a little kid and traveling with his parents and his dad basically having to get out of the carriage and wreck these bandits that have Gosh. gone after them, saying that, yeah, I wrote it down because there were two really good lines in here that, of course, came back. Your choices have clearly led you here, as have mine. I will give you a new choice. Leave now and live or stay here and face your destiny. Like... Obviously, we're going to fight, but this this is the line in the sand. This mm-hmm. is the this is your option to walk away and live. And then later on, we have the decisions you make and the actions that follow are a reflection of who you are. You cannot hide from yourself. And that's just that's life wisdom but, right mm-hmm. there. Good, Mic drop. good talk, Dad. Samurai good dad. talk. Yes. Bumper sticker. Aunt says Jack's dad was a savage, and I have to agree. He was brutal, Dude. but also a gentleman. Yeah. Well, you had to in order to survive back then. Mm, Like, guards are well and good, so you don't have to get your hands dirty. But if you can't throw down, you're not going to live. Yeah, you're not going to be the emperor. He he definitely, it's super reminiscent of, like, those wonderful old, like, samurai movies. Yeah. It's just that beautiful moment of, like, this man has drawn that line. Yeah, like you said, the line in the sand. Yeah. The entire episode felt very Miyazaki to me. Well, in more ways than one. And we we forget every now and then, uh, because Samurai Jack is the protagonist, but his dad defeated Aku at one point. Sure did. Yeah, so, like, clearly this guy can throw it down, but it's nice to see 
how much of like an honorable person he was and how much he tried you know he tried his best to do the right thing and just sometimes you're backed into a corner and you have no other options i mean you're not gonna roll over and die you have duties and you have a family yeah for jack at least he has a duty so he can't (laughs) roll over and die I like that it seemed an option for him, though, at one point in the cave, because, like, do you just want to die? He's like, no, no, I'm going to live. It'll be totally fine. Just pull this knife that's been in my belly for, like, two days out. Uh, <laughs> and then sew myself together with a little bit of tree bark and a, a bone. bone. Just like, yep. <sighs> so yep. So brutal. I'm On sure that's not metal the first awesome. And that's not the first time he's ever had to do that. Let's be real. I, the next time I get sick, though, I want a wolf to just pop in. A, a wolf companion bring, that bring had a, a parallel story with yes. you. Yes. Um, to, I, how great was that moment, too, when he um, he's preparing for whatever's coming into the cave, covered in blood, mm. and then we see the wolf covered in blood, like, with the exact same type mm-hmm. of artistic yeah. Yeah. Same art style? Mm-hmm. Same art style! Great same visual storytelling, oh, where you're just so like, good. oh, they're in the same boat, and then for them to, like, feed one another and always be sharing. And then what I was most impressed was the moment when they decide to part ways. Yes! Because yeah. yeah. you could too. tell it instantly. Like, wolf came out with, like, I don't know how a wolf can look both sad and like, like regal. If that makes sense, like Absolutely. He, was, he came out. He had that like super strong jawline, just looking out along the horizon. It was like, this is it. We, you're healed. I'm healed. We're moving forward. Yeah, and I was like, like, my god, this is. I hope he comes back because I just want to see yes. them fight side by side together. Just uh, like my work here is done. Oh, for now. <laughs> Samurai Jack could get his own like dire wolf. Exactly. Oh. What I was hoping was going to happen. So I'm not even going to lie. New prediction: uh, the figure, the green figure, is actually Jack riding the wolf. <laughs> it just looks like a horse. <laughs> it just looks like a horse, you guys. It's actually it's the wolf. wolf. They're they're it. playing a long con on us. <laughs> it's going to be great. Spiregon Studio says you wouldn't want to stitch yourself together with a bone, though, would you? Well, no, you wouldn't no. want to. But if that's your option, you're going to do it. I wouldn't want because to. it's either that or bleed out. Yeah, let's call more girls on this. I would want to have a medical professional stitch me yeah, up after knocking me out <laughs> yeah, with yeah, lots yeah. of anesthetic. Yeah. Oh, no, I've been stitched up by a medical professional before. Wasn't knocked out, but did get stitched up. That sounds mm. awful. Pass. Job so, stories. Yeah. Did they use a bone? Hard pass. No. Hard pass. Well, then I didn't he didn't even, even sterilize yeah. it. He didn't even, yeah. Like, well, what does he even have to sterilize it with? It's not like he has a bottle of booze, like in the movies, where they're like, yeah, pour some whiskey no, on it. No, a little bit for you, a little bit for me. He's got that wolf saliva, though, to heal him right up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's part what of the wolf. works. Yeah. I mean, it is it is possible that uh, because of wibbly wobbly timey wimey magic that keeps him young, <laughs> it is possible that he does heal at a little bit of a. I was wondering sure. that too, and I definitely thought like, okay, well, he must be immortal, so he can't die. It's just it's gonna be painful as hell, but he's not gonna die. He, in here. My time is really weird in this series. Also fair. Yeah. Just this episode and the next episode is like, how long are they doing this? How long were they in there? How mm-hmm. long were they waiting? The best I can figure is that it took forever and a day for the sisters to get out of an exploded, crushed temple. It did take them forever. Like that's that's what I'm going with. I'm that's going good because I had a lot of questions them a about long that. Chunk of time. I, I don't know about that because they punched their way. They did. Out of it. <laughs> How long do you think they've been punching their way out, though? 
I love Those everything. Those are human fists. I love everything about the sisters, but my one little gripe of this episode is how do they, like, I love that they're expert trackers and they know how to track and climb trees, but, like, from what they seem like, with the deer especially, but also with their training, it seems like they've never been outside before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can do, do tracking and tree climbing exercises all within that huge sis- uh, cave, though. So. You can do climbing exercises. Following the river? And a tree is similar to Do they have, like a, like, a, like, a sit-down student portion of the day where they're like, trees are like this <laughs> and they're <laughs> branches? I'm they so were curious. just like, where's the blood? Where's the blood? Follow the blood. Totally. Oh, he went in the river. The river is bloody. Okay, let's just go down the river and see if we can like find more rats blood. or something in the in the caves. Or like, Maybe. I just I want to see the parallels. I'm like so curious. I don't them. necessarily think that they're expert trackers. I really just think that they were following, following the blood. I, I feel like and that's not you know, mom difficult. And auntie, auntie, like auntie murder. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sisters of Aku probably just provided food for them. Unless it was a specific exercise of you go get your own well, food now. Well, and we yeah. definitely like saw the this in the tracking and thing. training people down in episode, with well, the end of episode one, early episode two, when they're like doing their final uh, approval thing, they have to kill the older sisters. I feel like I feel like they probably have some pretty good training, at least in in hunting technique. I don't know how great trackers they, they are. They can jump from rock to rock like a badass. But, like. <laughs> and, but the bit with the deer was explained with the ladybug flashback later yes. on. Is the, yes. Anything from the outside world is a distraction. And on one hand, okay, that gets you a good single-minded focus. On the other hand, there's a lot of things in the outside world yeah. that you need to know how to deal with that aren't just gonna kill the samurai. Mm-hmm. So... I just I love them coming upon the deer and like, being like, "What, what is this? Was? We have no idea what this is. Oh, this must be an agent of Aku. It will consume the weaker yeah. one. Wait, what the hell is this happening? Is so good. I, I love just... how quickly they make that assumption too. Well, that's all they know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it has antlers, it must be like Aku. Shaped like Aku. Like, what? <laughs> must Shaped be an like Aku. Aku. Obviously, there is an Aku. <laughs> it is Aku shaped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just. Dear God. And just signs of affection. They're immediately like, what's happening? I don't, I don't like, like it. Yeah. I reject it. No. And actually asked a good question in the chat. He says, how did Jack lose his sword? We don't know We know yet. he we lost it know. in a, in presumably a in a fight and that it fell off of some form of cliff into some form of hole or chasm or yeah. something? Question mark? And it's... it's Could have been a fjord. It keeps coming back in the opening. You know, there's that shot of him mm. in the rain holding the sword... So yeah, I assume at some point during this uh, during this run, he will try to obtain the sword again. It is possible though that he could maybe make another one. But that was a magical oh, sword. Man. It was a magical like, how are you sword. Thing with magic. Get some magic. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's good at that. What I really appreciate is that Jack doesn't really need a sword. Yeah, like oh, yeah. I feel like a, well, in the, if you watch like the older episodes, I always you know like the sword was an extension of his body as part of like the tools and the craft, and he could he has fought without it before, but like the sword, it was amazing. But here he's just like picking up sharp flowers and beating the crap out of shelled creatures. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing to see how capable he is Morning without the sword. Stars. He's had to learn to survive though. That's with also everything. true. With his primary weapon gone, he's had to learn to adapt to everything around him, and probably an understanding that. Yeah, just because you like a weapon doesn't mean it's sticking around. Yeah, he's like a just uh, as Spiragon funny. says Darkness Bambi, and I think we should keep that. Hashtag Darkness, Darkness, Darkness Bambi. Bambi. Yes, please. I was just going to say, uh, Samurai Jack is basically a just as funny Jackie Chan. Like, they're <laughs> neck and neck. They're uh, hilarious. I was going to say, for such a serious character and for how dark uh, this particular season is, he's got a great sense of comedic timing. Mm. And he 
tried so hard in episode four to make jokes and to make yeah. banter and it's even called acupuncture. To be light. And uh, and you can tell, um, even though he he's getting you know his uh, inner monologue manifestations keep telling him to leave her behind, you can tell he's just happy to have somebody real to talk to, mm. even if every out of, other word out of her mouth is die samurai or you Scum. know praise yeah. Ahu. you know um, I think he's just really happy that there's a real live person. It's clear there. that he's happy because he's willing to just throw chains around her body and attach her to his body and carry her <laughs> weight, despite the fact that she's killing trying to kill him at every turn Literally like, like, like this is great let's go yeah <laughs> I, I think my favorite part was when he's fighting those um those like insect mon like the, the mm. starship the trooper looking ones. monsters yeah. and she's like constantly headbutting him yes. and he just screams and she gets knocked out and he's like hello, hello? <laughs> are you still back there <laughs> just like crazy woman can you not see that I'm trying to save your life Yes. Well, and talking about yeah. color, like just the blue, the streaks of blue all over them during that too. It yeah. was so cool. I loved that he was able to turn the leg into a sword, and that that Hell sword yeah. was somehow harder material than their teeth. I was like, and what? he cut those teeth like butter. Oh, I was yeah. like, what a man, they have but butter teeth. But keep in mind so that painful. these are like tiny parasites, essentially, mm-hmm. to this large thing. So he's kind of just fighting bacteria. That's true. So they're kind of like meatballs. Bacteria the size of himself. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. a little more adept than a bacteria. I like Hopefully. what Tyler <laughs> says in the chat. Hashtag bug armor, which was adorable. <laughs> that like, made me so happy. Like, I like the back fur. <laughs> Coming from you, hideous is a compliment. I'll take it. Yeah. Like, he is well, just like, you. I have a hate friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically it. Because the hallucinations stop once he starts kind of easing into the joking and really trying to get through to her. Yeah. Like he has that's act, someone the actually last we see to. of it. Yeah. yeah, be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna save your life whether you like it or not. Which is an interesting. Uh, I I think what it is, which is an interesting avenue for him to take because I mean she is actively verbally threatening him the entire time yeah. they're talking, and at any point he could have just killed her and then been like, "Hey, self defense. She was gonna kill me the second my back was turned," but. I feel like he changed his mind completely the second she was unmasked and started screaming at him. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, you know, when he when he initially chains her up and she's just, like, screaming at him about how he's scum and how great Aku is, he's like, oh. You are very troubled. Yeah. Because the, the, the whole idea for him prior to that was, hey... These these women made their choice, mm-hmm. and they chose to pursue me, and I had to defend myself. I think it's in this moment where he realizes, no, I don't think they actually did have a choice. I'm going to go out of my way to try to help well, her. Well, they're also well, faceless, like, creatures yeah, before they're faceless that. Monsters. Like, the white, like, black eye, no expression. And I, I mean, we've seen a lot of masks that can show facial expression before in animation. I like that they kept it very clean. Like, they are masks. They're not actually people at this point yeah. um and as soon as that mask falls off it's like a little girl throwing a tantrum yeah, exactly absolutely. and i i like that he's like i can change her <laughs> like like through the entire like <laughs> digestive system of a creature he's like no i can change her well and he straight up says i've seen robots programmed with this much hate before but never a human being and he gets that it's programming yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
And so I just, I love that. I love well, it. And later in the I episode, the he sense even, of humor. He, uh, later in the episode, he even refers to her as an innocent. Yeah. Like, he does. Yeah, she's clearly, like, yeah, been brainwashed to think a particular way. Yeah, I've missed the sense of humor in this show. I've I've really missed being able to laugh, and so we finally have that in this episode. It's like, okay, we're we're backing off on the suicide a little bit, and we're just <laughs> having this great 8,000% done with everything, staring at the camera like he's mm. on the office humor, and trying so hard to make jokes, and acupuncture, and oh, you think it's terrible, that's a compliment. And I just love like, this moment oh, when, he, when she's on her knees as soon as they fall down, and she was like... Uh, I think she's something to the effect of like, bless you, Aku, like, I've killed him. And he's like, but we're not. I'm not right here. Yeah. I've been inside an animal before. And I was like, we'll yeah, you have. I've been inside giant creatures before. I love that reference. Can we talk about how, uh, what do you guys think they came out of? Was that a blowhole or was that mm-hmm. his butt? So I, it's on top of his back, but it looked like there might have been multiple pieces. It's like a worm creature. I feel, I feel it really like have a back? Gendy Tarkovsky was working on this episode <laughs> at the same time that um, uh, the, the Voltron, Voltron folks oh, were working boy. on their space worm. <laughs> this yeah. is what I think a web looks come like. Out of, you come out of worm butts. It's just how it works. I think they're just happy to be out. Yes. Yeah. I don't need and to think about it. I, I would rather think of them like, as blowhole fish than butt fish. It certainly looks like a winking <laughs> Neon butt fish. Yeah, the neon butt fish. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, like, that was my favorite part, was all the fish parts. The bioluminescent oh, and the freaking the, skeleton. Yeah, yeah, I loved that skeleton With eel monster. So and then eyes. seeing it in the light and seeing that, okay, mm-hmm. it does have skin and whatnot. It's just kind of see-through, like, oh, the design for all of these fish. Just oh, <laughs> really Even the, rad. like, predatory oh. ability for their eyes to go different. The three eyes don't have to all look the same way and yeah, so it's getting this full scope. I'm like, mm. it can see you wherever you hide. You need to run. Hiding inside of a jellyfish-esque creature? Pretty jellyfish. smart. Yeah. There you go. Pretty smart. And the fact that they established that the jellyfish stop when this thing is around and it just kind of sneaks through them. And so it starts chasing them again and they stop that close to the entrance. It's like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. I love everything in this bar. Uh, <laughs> yes. Just yeah. so good. And then, yeah, we, they survive. They make it out. They're absolutely done. They make it to a tiny island. And Ashi is still just ready to go. And then we Why? have ladybugs. I love Lady to see that ladybugs have survived into the far distant Aku yes. future. Me too. Like, not everything is horrifying and terrible. They're a symbol of luck, right? So, I mean, it's like I almost... I, I always thought so. I don't know if... Like, maybe you guys have this experience, but when I was I'll a little Google kid... I'll Google ladybug symbolism. Yeah, because oh when I was a little kid, if you found a ladybug and it, like, landed on you, that was good luck, and you blew it away and you got a wish or something. Something like that. Yeah, but I also feel like that's something that gets passed along kids, like that weird S that we all okay. drew in the 90s that sure. people are still drawing today so for some reason. No, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no one knows where it came from. I don't know. I just like, I, I almost felt like it was a symbol of hope. And I, I like, because it is a really pretty, small, like, d- gen- delicate, gentle thing. And I think we all surprised. had that reaction to killing the ladybug, like, Ugh. Yeah, and they showed the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, why they didn't even you cut away? It's a ladybug. Please stop. I like this idea that she's been a kind of gentle soul her whole life. This idea of when she's like looking through the crack earlier and she sees nature and she's always yeah. been kind of drawn to like the beautiful things. And I like that that is what breaks her away. It's just seeing like how somebody else treats a ladybug is kind yeah. of sweet. Yeah. Well, because the second she sees him let it go, that like she knows for a fact that everything he's been saying 
is most likely true because why would again benevolent Aku who is supposed to be you know father of fathers or whatever why would it be so important to crush the things from this world when the supposed parasite is the one that lets you know lets nature be and lets it go yeah. and uh as as you were saying andrew the cute little ladybug animal totem has long been considered a symbol of luck yay yep it is uh it's His also looks turning around i think they need luck right now <laughs> yeah no, no kidding it's what, also like, uh considered a recognized as a symbol of protection in ireland oh. and farmers in particular appreciate this bug as an omen of a bountiful harvest as ladybugs are a natural source for pest control well that cinches it she's probably a farmer and she's probably <laughs> irish <laughs> we've nailed it you guys x with a shotgun says ladybugs can also symbolize open-mindedness which is Ooh, very cool and then that. tyler c asked do you think they'll ship jack and Ashi. And then I have a follow-up question. Do we ship Jack and Ashi? Nah. I don't like mentor-mentee sexual relationships. I agree. They happen sometimes in real life. I think it's okay to explore them in all forms of media. I just, I don't like, I didn't like it when Bruce was sleeping with Barbara Gordon. That bothers me. Yes. I don't, I just think like that, especially when we have older men and younger females, it's just nice to see what does a healthy mentor-mentee relationship that, look like. That's yes. my Here's the thing, I kind of do. I kind of do, but I don't like the age gap because he he well, I, I am guessing he's like 70 80 yeah. uh, at this point, <laughs> at least mid 70s because uh, I assume he was in his mid 20s when he got thrown into the future in the yeah. first place. Well, and let's be real, none of them, none of them, like there's more than one. Neither of them are in a good place mentally right oh, now. Oh no. Like, um, this is the last thing on anyone's mind because all she's like everything I know was a lie and Jack is like I'm talking to people who aren't here. <laughs> and I I, I always laugh because anytime I think about like shipping in Samurai Jack, the only time he ever came close to having a romantic love interest, it turned out to be Aku. Mm-hmm. And that makes me laugh and laugh and laugh. So like the last time Jack probably flirted with a girl, it was Aku. Probably like I'm think I'm over the dating thing. <laughs> it makes me think of Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, totally. Now that we talked about the age, it makes me think a little bit of like Aragorn and Eowyn. Oh. Where, where he's like, honey, honey, we are fighting a war right now. And she's like, but you're so dreamy. And we're like, we get it. We all get it. <laughs> Everyone wants sides. to hit that, but there's a war on. Yeah, and also, he's older than he looks. <laughs> That's true. Viggo Mortensen <laughs> is a lot older than he looks for some reason. And so is Aragorn the character. Yep. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we're all kind of on the maybe, but eh side of Except this one. for Megan. I'm... Megan's on the maybe train. Okay. I... Yeah, I ship it. It's fine. <laughs> like, look, sometimes it's fun to ship people that will save each other, even yes. though in real life it, it don't usually work out that way. No. Uh, but but like, it's when, sometimes nice to see where you're like, oh, they're helping each other, and they're both getting better well, and stronger, and, the and little, they love. With the they're little puff growing. being like, oh, what did you expect? A hug and a kiss? I'm like, not now, but maybe. Ah, yeah. 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 That yeah. puff is the fandom. <laughs> uh, X with a shotgun says, Aku catfish. He <laughs> <laughs> sure did. He yes. sure did. The it best. was amazing. <laughs> it's literally one of my favorite like moments in the series, and I feel terrible for loving it so much. <laughs> That's beautiful. That episode's dope. And we have a couple comments in the uh, hashtag, because you guys are wonderful. Adrian Ruiz says, as a film student, episode three made me jealous. They found a way to... Wait, wait, wow. They found a way to make 
white space beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Devoror says, adventures in Ashi sitting. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I could talk much. about that tree scene forever. It's just the white and then to have a sense of trees, but there to be nothing but white and negative space. And then to come up on top of the mountain and see the white dissipate, and then you have suddenly a background. And I was like, which artist was just like, oh man, I got it today. Like I know exactly it's going to be so beautiful to blow their minds. And you totally did. Like, just white on white you know, on the storyboarders are just doing this. Uh, like hell yeah. yeah, it was amazing. And then also to establish um, relative size with net with nothing, just Jack in a sea of white. And yeah, I understood kind of where he was in the fourth. I just. It's stunning artwork. It's just so it like is. I feel like we don't deserve like what did we do to deserve artwork this good? Yeah. We're not well, worthy. We're not truly. Worthy. We are not worthy of Gendy Tartofsky's like Bless that. You, sir. This yeah. is amazing. Well, and I adored the. It was almost a self-important monologue. Just like your choices led you here, this, that, and the other. Getting continually interrupted. Yeah, like that is one of my favorite tropes. Is like, no, nah, don't let a monologue screw yeah. up. It's hilarious. And I honestly think that he was stalling until that fog bank rolled in mm. for cover. I think you're right. Like I, I think legitimately right. think that it was like I said my piece. The fog's not here yet. I have more things to say. <laughs> what would Dad say? More <laughs> <laughs> things. Oh, by it. the way, seeing uh, I love the flashbacks um, that Jack would always have about being a kid and about mm. like you know growing up with you know the the ideals that he had to live up to, um, and and how that you know shaped the person that he is now. So like when this flashback started, I'm like, oh, little Jack again. He's so precious. I did not anticipate that the end of the flashback would be him covered in someone else's blood. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that is clearly a memory. Really like we're in maybe for the first time. Yeah, we're an adult swim show before now. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I like the dichotomy of the father that we're seeing, too. Sometimes he's, you know, weak and strung up, and you're the only one who can save us, and sometimes he's this, like, larger-than-life figure who can, like, slay an entire team of assassins in, like, seconds. Um, And I think it kind of, again, deals with this passing of time in Jack's life, reflecting on, like, how you see your parents as a child to how you see them as an adult. Uh, And I, I, gosh, I'm really hoping for some kind of, like, conclusion for him, and I know we can jump around in time, and I just feel like we're not going to get it. It makes me nervous. Does anyone else have this like anxious feeling about his dad and like these unresolved feelings? Yeah, I'm not nervous as much as I'm excited because I just feel like it, you know they're t- they're bringing it up for a reason. Like excited it's gonna, it's gonna be. Yeah. I get, I get, I get <laughs> the last time we actually saw. Let's, let's wander into predictions for okay. this. Then yeah. let's, let's do, do that. I say with absolutely no warning. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Mark so in the back spooky. is on it. He's like, I don't even need a heads Great up. Great job, Mark. Yeah. Well done, <laughs> sir. But the, uh, I, I gotta say that, like, the last time he saw his dad, his dad was working in, like, a, you know, a slave camp for mm-hmm. Raku, so that makes a lot of sense why yeah. there's, like, this vision of him as, like, the emperor, and then this, from when he was a kid, and then the last time he saw him, which his, both his parents were very weak and very feeble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so talking about predictions... Um, we have one person wondering if the future time portal was uh, in the chat is is still a possibility. We talked about that a little bit last week. Um, it's still a possibility. It's still out there. I actually like floating the theory that there is no way home, and mm. that the the character arc for Jack in this season is having to come to terms with there is no going back. Um, moving forward is the only way to rid the world of Aku. Oh my goodness. I still can't wait for the resolution of what is this black samurai on green? Like, Mm -hmm. what is this? Why do we keep seeing it? What's it going to be? 
And I, honestly, I'm waiting for a very bad brush with death and having that little meetup. And I really do think that at least one of the other two sisters that took the fall is still alive because mm-hmm. I don't see this series throwing away Ashi having to fight at least one of her sisters who was raised in the same way that she was, saying, no, That's everything fair. we knew was wrong. It'll be interesting to me to watch uh, Jack introduce Ashi to the world, uh, especially because he's such an outsider's pr- view and perspective on it already. Uh, I'm excited to see him share his views. Oh, um, oh hmm? go ahead, go ahead. Oh, and then I was just I'm also excited to see... Uh, Ashi have to go back to... I'm not, I'm not sure if one of her sisters survived, but they're like a whole clan. They're like a, a religious group dedicated to Aku, and I don't think she's going to want to continue that spreading. So I'll be excited to see her go back and have to face the people that trained her. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, and inevitably yeah. inevitably when they come after her for betraying them. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, and Mom, who she has a nightmare about, screaming at her, kill the samurai. Like, oh, we're all messed up here. Yeah. Uh, the only other prediction I have is I I can't wait for the moment where Ashi inevitably meets the Scotsman, one of Jack's uh, only friends. Yeah. If he's still alive. He's it's, it's, it's been years confirmed. Old. Yep. It's been confirmed. Really? He's going to be he's in the promos for this season. Oh, Someone earlier was predicting that he'll be here next episode. Which I would be really love that. Exciting. I miss that guy. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I'm worried for him then because this is a darker series. Oh yeah, he's, he's too, he's too be precious for this world. What if he's like Frankenstein Scotsman, where he's alive but Frank just like Scotsman. I'm in, just barely holding on. You got yeah, me. I yep. can see him as kind of an elder for his clan, and then we have a younger Scotsman who is more <laughs> willing to set out. Like, like, oh, hey, yeah, I know, I knew the samurai. What are you drinking that you stayed so young? Uh, take this guy; he'd be perfect. It'll be now like Boomy in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yes. yes. Oh my God, that would be really. Awesome. Awesome, because uh, like a young Jack and a really friends. old Scotsman. Yes. I love that. I want to see it. I want to see Jack ride in on that wolf as the <laughs> as the green samurai yes. and be like, I've been watching you. Do, do you need this? And just hand him the sword and he's like, oh, thank you. And then they just kind of like, you're welcome. I want the wolf to be like... Why, why were you always so, so far away? I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> oh. I want the wolf to be like Sheba in Walking Dead where she's just sort of in the background and then there's a fight and just comes out of nowhere and mauling the shit out of people. Yes. Like, I uh, but for the wolf is just like, and now I attack. I love that we have this dichotomy between we have all these crazy futuristic creatures, we have the giant creatures, we have the green, crazy hinge-mouthed tigers, but we also have normal wolves and deer and ladybugs. Like, somehow we've managed to come to an ecological equilibrium, Mm. because otherwise they would have all died out with this influx of extra natural horrors. I don't know. Yeah. Excellent point. Uh, I mean, we have, like, these alien-like creatures and human... It'll be interesting to see if they decide to fill us in on any of the backstory, or... I kind of like your idea, where it's just, like, in order to, like, defeat the evil, it's just, it's just forward. Like, there is no explanation. Like, we just are where we are. It would be terribly tragic I if know. there was no going back. But, like, at the same time, this is a darker series. If 13 Reasons Why taught me anything, it's you cannot go back. There is only forward. Aww. It's true. <laughs> We're dealing with all kinds of heavy subjects. My well, TV has gotten dark this summer. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, and even if the he does go back, will that destroy all of the people that he saved mm. in the future? Oh. Mm. Oh, I have questions. Dilemmas. Dilemmas. I, I would, don't envy Samurai Jack. Like, I would not want to be in Jack's in place. No, no, it's not. not a happy place. No, no. thank you. 
think we're all just kind of looking at this and going, why do people always ask what fictional character you'd want to be? Everyone has problems. <laughs> yeah. They all have to save the friggin' world. And some of them have better <laughs> libraries than others. Very few well, of them just eat true. snacks and chill. <laughs> all right, so I think, I think we are all predictioned out. I yes. would like to take a moment to talk to you guys about iTunes, and then we will swing on out. Um, I just checked iTunes. It's still a little empty. Oh, no! <laughs> what? If you what? guys like this after show, if you want to keep us on the air as an after show, the best thing you can do is to head over to iTunes to subscribe Please. to the podcast Thank version you. of this after show, to rate us five stars, and to leave a review. Um, if you do leave those ratings and reviews, they affect our standings in iTunes rankings, and so when you search for Samurai Jack in iTunes, we uh, are a little further up on the charts, and we're easier to find and easier to get more people into the after show. And to and share with your friends. Yeah, of and our producers take a look at the uh, yeah. reviews on iTunes and say, you know, people really like this after show. We should keep them. So if you want to keep us on the air as an after show, that is the best way to support us. And when we get reviews, we do give you guys a shout out on the air. We don't have any yet. So you could be the first. <laughs> also, it does take a few days to post a review in iTunes. You put it up and then for some reason there's a delay. So if you posted it Saturday night, it's not going to show up on Sunday. So... Be a few days early. And if you post your review in an iTunes store that is not the American iTunes store, or if you post it in the podcast feature of Google Play, please screen cap that and throw that in the Twitter hashtag. Again, that's ABTVJack. We do like to see those. We just have trouble seeing those because there's like 30 iTunes stores. Yeah, there it's are. It's a real scavenger I hunt. Only, I only have one. <laughs> yeah, okay. No All right, thank you for joining us in the hashtag. Thank you for joining us in the chat. Thank you guys for watching. You are fantastic. Andrew, where can the people find you? Find me on the internet, andrewmenacomedy.com, or at Twitter, andrewmena, A-N-D-R-E-W-M-E-N-A. Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. If you want to find me here doing the Afterbus show, I'm here Wednesday doing the Magicians, and Thursdays, Powerless, and, and Riverdale, and, and I don't know, other things. Check it out. Just look at the schedules. <laughs> I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Manguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me all over the social medias and on YouTube at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Attack on Titan starts tomorrow. Woo! That's Monday, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific. We're looking at the first two episodes of season two. It's oh going to be great. Window Windows. Wow. Huh? Arrow is still on until <laughs> the end of the month. <laughs> because that's now Windows in my brain. Windows. Um, Iron Fist is Tuesdays, and I am a regular on Geek and Sundry's Gather Your Party on Friday nights. Yes, nice. We will probably not be doing this show next week because it is Easter Sunday, and we are Sorry. down to potentially three hosts. So we'll you know, keep you posted. We're not, we will keep you posted, but. Odds are we're not going to do it, so we will see you back here in two weeks. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. It's, it's called, called Acupuncture. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 